the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Patrick O'Hare from briefing.com. I start every morning by reading his page one uh, article at briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Is he still there? Mr. O'Hare? I am. Did you hear me? Gotcha. Okay. So, market highs again. What's bringing us to this level? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. You know, markets at all time highs here, and it's. Uh, I said it earlier in my page one comment today that you've seen the uh, the market rally uh, in July as earnings estimates have actually come down. Uh, and so, to your question, you know, what's gotten us here? You know, I think really is, um, you know, this issue of of relative investment appeal, right? And that you certainly are running up against the headwinds and some stretched valuation. But, but when you look at the uh, potential return, you know, on the S&P 500 relative to what you're getting off of a, off of a treasury security, um, you know, investors continue to seek higher yield in the equity market. Uh, and that's leading stock prices higher in the face of some questionable fundamentals. And as you can continue to see these indices move away, uh, to the upside, you have you know fund managers that find themselves underinvested and are needing to uh, you know follow that performance. Uh, and in turn, you're seeing a lot of sideline participants sitting on you know a bunch of cash, uh, you know worried about missing out on, on the next big up leg. And so you're seeing somewhat of uh, some speculative activity tied in with some, uh, I think, really just really the quest for higher uh, higher yields. Okay. So I noticed uh, Johnson Johnson sitting at an all-time high, cute little dividend yield, nothing gargantuan, uh, but very high valuation. Consumer staples company. Uh, should we be worried? Like, I don't. I know we're not going to go for specific advice here, but I guess I'm kind of crafting a specific advice kind of question. Should we yeah. be considering selling or trimming some of our winners? Uh, that have come from defensive type of names like utilities and consumer goods, which typically aren't that 52-week highs with high valuations. Right. Yeah. You know that actually uh, hits right on the, the main theme of the uh, the big picture column I wrote posted uh, to Briefing.com on Friday. Uh, it was okay. titled, um, you know, from seeking yield to seeking profits. And what I pointed out in that article really is essentially that you. You know, have a number of these areas that are higher yielding areas like the utilities, the telecom services, and the consumer staple sectors, um, filled with 
you know, good quality companies and companies that are paying some relatively attractive dividends and, and are, of course, uh, providing dividend growth. Uh, but what I pointed out there is that really you're starting to see some elevated concentration risk uh, in that positioning, right? Because, you know, just about everyone under the sun right now is coming out. And uh, when asked, you know, where do you go for yield uh, if you can't find it in the treasury market, you know, the inevitable answer is that well, you, you turn to areas like utilities and telecom services and consumer staples. And, and what I was driving at really is that, when everyone starts thinking and saying the same thing, is usually a setup for the opposite thing happening um, because the, those areas get so overbought uh, on that, uh, you know, that idea, and uh, and you know they become subject to price risk in the near term. So, um, so you know, I think it would be prudent to to look at uh, trimming some positions in those you know highly uh, uh, those hot performing areas that have outrun the market here. Um, not saying to just sell them, you know. You know, carte blanche, but but really, when you look at those areas that have made big runs, it might behoove an investor to you know take some profits, and you know maybe reallocate to some other areas that have underperformed uh, when looking to essentially position a portfolio for for the longer term uh, outlook. Simply speaking, and boiling down, and I'm not going to get too political, but it looks like Trump would be the better president for the short term economy, but the bad one for you know, obviously our deficit, uh, whereas Hillary might go after the banks and slow down lending a bit. Um, do you buy into notions that we could kind of figure out what's going to happen with the economy based on their platforms? It's, it's really tough, uh, Rob. I, I think that, uh, you know, creates a lot of noise, obviously, and it can, can create some volatility here for the, uh, for the equity market in the very short term here. Um, we can't set aside the fact that, you know, you need Congress to, uh, to you know, basically uh, push through major pieces of legislation that really have, you know, meaningful economic impact. And, you know, that's also a question mark there in terms of, you know, what type of cooperation there will be uh, in Congress with whoever the, the incoming president is going to be. So, um, you know, the market has obviously moved its, moved through, you know, Many, many presidents through the years, uh, you've seen arguments always leading into the conventions about how one candidate is going to be better or worse than, than for the economy than the next one. Um, and yet through it all, you know, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average at record highs, right? And that's been uh, the case uh, through Republican and Democratic administrations here. Uh, so the market does kind of ultimately find its way uh, through you know, the political uncertainty, uh, and while there's some cyclical swings every now and then, of course, with uh, trends in earnings estimates and interest rates and the like, um, you know, the cyclical matter, you know, brings you back to those underlying fundamentals, and, and they improve over the course of time after a period of reset, uh, setting aside what's going on in the political arena. So, uh, so I'm not getting too caught up right now with... Uh, you know, all of the noise coming out of uh, the political arena leading up to these conventions and, and really kind of the, the echo chamber that uh, is getting louder and louder with respect to, you know, who might win or who might lose and what it could mean for, you know, for the market and the economy. What are you working on right now that you think is important that obviously I'm going to ask my market high questions. What are you working on that's away from my wants and desires? 
Well, you know, uh, didn't get much talk today, much play today, but there was an economic sentiment report out of Germany that uh, for the month of July that was lousy. Um, it, it pivoted from a solidly positive number to, to a noticeably negative number, and that, of course, you know, right on the heels of, uh, of the Brexit vote. And it, what it does is it, it does indicate that, you know, there is, uh, you know, an elevated sense of uncertainty there uh, from in terms of what business prospects might look like here, you know, in the near term. And I think, uh, you know, what that ultimately boils down to is that you're going to have businesses that continue to hold back on their investment plans. Uh, and that's going to continue to uh, act as a headwind against, uh, you know, growth in the Eurozone and, and in the global economy in general from being stronger than what it otherwise should be or would be. Um, so I'll be talking a little bit about that in an economic insight piece that posts at briefing.com later this week. Um, and then I'm also probably going to be looking at later in the week, the big picture column, uh, something that pertains to how the market's perspective is, quote, all relative. Uh, and that gets back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of even though stocks look stretched from a valuation standpoint, they look good relative to, uh, or at least in a lot of people's minds, they look good relative to what type of return you can get on a treasury security right now. So when you're saying that market looks expensive, one of the areas that I found fascinating last week when I was driving to work, uh, I heard an economist say something along the lines of, we can have higher PEs because we have lower yields on our CDs, and no yields on our CDs. We've got lower yields on our banks, uh, banking accounts. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there's always going to be a need for interest rates. Therefore, we may be entering an era of like a super PE where we way overpay. Mm-hmm. Is there any truth to that in your head? Does that make any sense? Did I sum up someone else's opinion okay? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, what you're communicating to me and what the individual said, I, you know, I can see that it makes some sense and, and you can see, you know, really that in the behavior of the market itself right now that, uh, you know, some of that, you know, mindset is creeping into things here. You know, I don't think it's the most healthy mindset, you know, because at the end of the day, um, you know, People will get hurt by pay, overpaying your, you know, for, uh, you know, for certain stocks. And ultimately, all you're doing really is you're pulling forward future returns here by paying a higher price today. So you can pretty much bank on lower expected returns, uh, you know, in the future. So, so there's 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 always, you know, a price to pay, so to speak. Uh, and right now, people are riding the momentum here of this market that keeps moving higher. And they're not uh, overly burdened by the valuation issue, knowing that interest rates are still you know, very, very low right now. But if that dynamic changes, uh, then there will be some payback, certainly. Thanks very much for being with us. I always appreciate it, especially when the markets are at new highs and just calming people down from getting ahead of themselves. It's very helpful. You can find out more about Patrick O'Hare and briefing.com by going to briefing.com. I think it's an excellent source of independent information, both on international markets as well as domestic. Uh, there's growth story ideas. There's uh, uh, focuses on IPOs coming out, which will teach you if it's a good idea, a bad idea. I think it's just a really, really good source of information. You can find out more at briefing.com. On top of that, i got a big event coming up Thursday, the 28th of July. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Uh, what is the event? It's Income and Retirement. It's in Burlingame, California, 6 to 9, uh, 630 to 9 p.m. Um, it's the last event of the summer. Uh, is I won't get started back up until, I guess, school season starts in September. 
Um, so it's the 10 pillars of retirement income planning the 28th. Don't work until the day you die. You want to be smart with your money. Um, and you want to get a big enough nest egg so that you can diversify your income streams in retirement that makes sense for you. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.